Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack, and today we are going to talk about something called the double nope rule and how it can help you get better results in your job search. So first and foremost, what the heck is the double nope rule, right? Well, it's something that I came up with during my job search. It's a bit of a personal mantra, and it stemmed from my frustration with not getting the results that I wanted. I was doing many of the things that you probably are doing. I was submitting a bunch of online applications. I was sending emails to contacts, trying to network with them. I was getting a couple of interviews here and there, but a lot of those were just falling flat and turning into rejections. And I was really frustrated, not only because of the results, but also the rate at which I was getting those results. So I was submitting dozens and dozens and dozens of online applications to just get one phone screen. And I was sending dozens and dozens and dozens of cold emails to just get one reply, right? And that didn't seem right to me, but I didn't know what I was doing wrong until I came across an article that was focused on cold email in sales. And there were a couple of statistics in there that really stood out to me. So the first was that 70% of salespeople stop at one email, but 70% of the actions taken by prospects happen between touch points three and five. So put simply, Prospects take action after three or five touch points or follow-ups or engagements, right? A lot of it doesn't happen on the first interaction, but so many people stop after the first interaction. And I realized that this was true for myself. You know, I was sending one cold email and I would say, well, hey, this person didn't reply. So I guess they don't want to talk to me and I'm not ever going to email them again. Or I'd submit one application to a company and I either wouldn't hear back or maybe I'd get rejected and I'd say, okay, well, I'm just going to cut this company off my list and, you know, go somewhere else because they clearly don't want me. Or I would get into the interview process and I'd be rejected and I would say, well, I'm, I'm never talking to these people again because you know, they rejected me. They don't want me. I want to go somewhere else. And I realized that that was really what was hurting my chances the most because that was essentially me self-rejecting. Even though I was putting myself out there in one instance, I was rejecting because I wasn't coming back to the table. So this was really about persistence. And that's when I came up with the double nope rule. So essentially the double nope rule is a, that mantra. And it went a little bit like this. I told myself that I would not allow myself to take a single no for an answer. You would have to tell me no twice in order for me to consider walking away. So if I sent an online application to a company and they said no to me, they rejected me, I would reply to that rejection email. If I sent a networking email to somebody and I didn't hear back from them, I would send a follow-up to that email. And if I got to the interview process and the recruiter or the interviewer, whoever it was said, you know, we're not sure about your background or your experience. You know, I think we're going to have to move forward with other candidates who are better fit. I would come back to the table with something that did a better job or took a different angle when it came to illustrating my value or my experience. And this is really where the floodgates started to open. I started to get way more interviews. I started to get way more responses from networking contacts. And the number of referrals I received went through the roof, all because I was just continuing to show up after that first instance. 
So the best example of the double nope rule in action was when I finally was able to get my interview at Google that led to the offer stage. So initially I had applied and I had gotten the referral through an application to have it sent to the, the recruiter and via the referral and the recruiter and the hiring team, they all looked and said, okay, we might be interested in talking to this person. So I had a phone screen scheduled with the specific recruiter. And this was your typical, you know, qualifying screen, right? Hey, you know, we're just looking to see if you're even worth the team's time. So I get on the phone with this recruiter and things, they just don't go well. In fact, they went about as poorly as they possibly could. So first and foremost, she didn't really give me a chance to tell my story or share my value on my terms. She didn't really ask open-ended questions. She kind of peppered me with, you know, questions that were a bit leading and only really had specific answers that didn't really align with my non-traditional background. And she kept harping on this fact that I didn't have enough experience. So lo and behold, by the end of the call, you know, I'm feeling pretty down about this. She says she'll be in touch with next steps. And that's essentially what happens. I get an email from her that says, I just don't think that you have enough experience for this role. You know, I don't want to waste the team's time. We have other candidates who do, you know, thanks, but you know, better luck next time or better luck in your job search. So I had a choice here. I could say, all right, you know, I guess that's another rejection. You know, this is Google, you know, they can hire whoever the heck they want. They can bring in the best talent. You know, it's no surprise that I'm not even close to being qualified compared to everybody else. Like, I guess this just is what it is. That was one option. The other option was to go back to her and say, you know, no, I'm not going to accept that. Uh, Here's exactly why I think I deserve a chance. So I went with the second route. I went back to this recruiter and I basically made my case. And I said, look, I understand that if you look at my background, you can see that it's non-traditional. I don't have a ton of traditional on-paper experience like some other candidates might have, but that is not indicative of a lack of ability. That's just indicative of a lack of opportunity, just that nobody in this industry has given me a chance to show them what I can do. And on top of that, I already know your products really well. I've been freelancing using Google ads. You know, here are the clients I've had here. Here are the results that I've gotten. And also here are the certifications and the trainings that I've done. Here's all the investment I've made in your company and your brand and your product. And I know it really, really well. So I said, look, I'm not asking you for a job offer. I'm not asking you to go to bat for me. I'm just asking you to get me a seat at the table and get me in front of the hiring team. If they don't think that I'm a good fit, if they don't have, think I have enough experience, you know, if they think they're better candidates, fine, I will accept that. And I totally understand, but I don't believe that I was truly able to convey my value in the conversation we had. And I just need a seat at the table in order to do that. So I asked her to reconsider and she did. She actually put me through to the next round because I showed back up because I implemented that double nope rule. And eventually over the course of several months and many, many other interviews, I did make it to the offer stage for that role. So that is the power of the double nope rule. If I had just said, okay, I was rejected again, you know, I've been here before dozens of times, this is just another one, and I walked away, that would have been the end of it. But because I had that mantra, I had that commitment to myself to not take a single no for an answer, I was actually able to get all the way through to the offer stage. So this is something that I want you to start implementing in your job search and in your life in general. You know, a lot of times when we just do something once, it falls through the cracks. And it's the people who show up again and again who are politely persistent that get the results simply because they're a little bit more persistent. So I want you to give a 
genuine look at your job search. And I want you to think about how many times you've stopped after one rejection or after one email or after, you know, one go or one attempt at this thing. And I want you to implement the double nope rule for yourself. I want you to say, I am no longer just going to quit after one no or one attempt. I'm always going to give it a second or a third attempt because I know that that's where the results are happening. So if you want to learn a little bit more about the other things I use to convince the people at Google to take me all the way to the offer stage after being rejected initially, I'm hosting a free webinar called How to Land Your Dream Job in 10 Weeks Without Applying Online. Again, it's completely free. It's happening on June 21st, and you can sign up at cultivatedculture.com forward slash webinar. It's also down in the show notes, the link. Again, it's totally free. I'm going to pull back the curtains on the entire system that I use to go from a biology major with terrible grades and no traditional experience to getting in the door at Google and Microsoft and Twitter and so many other companies so that you can replicate those results. So I hope you'll check it out. I hope we'll see you there. It's going to be a lot of fun. But outside of that, we always appreciate you listening to these episodes and we'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.